Hi there, I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 On Learning, sponsored by Stride. Doing acts of kindness is one of the best activities you can do with your kids. It's a great way to bond as a family, and it can be a lot of fun and can teach kids about compassion and service. Doing this service encourages children to think of and notice others. Any act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can make a difference, especially when done intentionally. Simple acts such as writing a thank you note or holding a door for someone can brighten your day and the day of the person receiving the service. In the home is the best place to learn how to serve each other. One day, when I was a young girl, my parents gathered the family together and began to teach us that serving other people was a great way to learn to love and care for them. Mom had us draw a name of a family member out of a bowl. Dad challenged us to do something nice for that person named on the paper during the coming week. And he added that if we could, do it so they didn't know who did it. In other words, do secret acts of service, and then we'd talk about it the next week. Well, it was going to be a challenge for me, because you know what? I drew the name of my just younger brother, and frankly, he was a pain. (laughs) But since he did not know it would be me doing something nice, I figured that I'd go ahead and give it a try. So the next morning, I made his bed while he was eating breakfast. I did it in a bit of a hurry, but I also tried to use great care so that he would think it was mom or dad. Something magical happened in that moment. I felt that little exhilaration that comes from helping someone. And the next day, I wiped off his bike that was always dirty from riding in the vacant lot down the street. It felt so good to do something for someone, even my brother. And you know what? Our relationship began to improve. Shari, a mother from Texas, shared that she began to notice the impact of doing service for her children when they were young. I think the first time that I understood the importance of service was when Callan and Riley were little, kindergarten and first grade, I would pack their lunches. And on occasion, not every day, but on occasion, I would slip a little note in their lunch. And my husband took a job that required him to live 12 hours away from our family. So it was just me and the kids at home. I was working. And when I woke up in the morning, I would be getting... Riley's hair done. And so I would have Callan go and pack the lunches. Everything was pre-packaged. She'd just have to go get it out of the fridge and put it in the package itself. And Callan started writing love notes to Riley and sticking them in her lunch. And that was when I recognized the importance of what I was doing and that they could see it and that they appreciated it and in turn wanted to turn around and do it for someone else. Teaching children service is a wonderful way to find things to do during the summer, and everyone benefits. It can begin in the home and spread throughout the community. I've come across several blogs and websites that offer ideas for acts of kindness that children can perform. I'm including these in the notes for this episode, and I hope that you'll find some ways to teach your children the joy of doing nice things for others. One blogger, Megan Shiakowski, from the blog Coffee Cups and Crayons, suggests creating a summer kindness calendar. She says that the change in routine that summer provides makes it much easier to start creating new habits, and making a habit of kindness is one you'll never regret. She mentions that when she first started focusing on acts of kindness at Christmas, she knew that there would be great benefits, but she and her husband were surprised by just how good it was for their family. Not only did their kids learn about helping others, it also changed the way the children viewed themselves. A quote from her says, We were empowered by being people who helped and gained confidence as problem solvers. They got into a habit of focusing on others, which cut down on complaints and whining. End of quote. 
Riley is a busy eighth grader. She says she likes the way doing service makes her feel. It gives you a really good feeling. You know that you're doing the right thing and that what you're doing is worthwhile and productive. Riley loves being with her friends during the summer, and they all like to work together for a good cause. Recently, she joined with those friends, and one of them has a mother who told them about an organization that helps feed children during the summer. The friends got together and set a goal of raising $1,000 this month to help with that effort. So we are doing a fundraiser where we're collecting money to make lunches for kids who don't have them. We ordered 60 dozen Krispy Kreme donuts and we sold them and we made around $500 from it. Shari is Riley's mother. I asked how they involved a business and who made the contact with the business. As it turns out, the mothers, upon seeing their children's interest to support other kids in the community, pooled some funds and reached out to the business. In this case, it was Krispy Kreme. The children were with their parents, learning every step of the way. And remember, these girls are only eighth graders, so they are learning from their parents' example. It was the idea of some of their friends, but they said, how do you guys want to do it? And they said, we'd like to do it with our friends. So they picked families that they wanted to invite to involve in raising the money, packing the lunches, because they knew that they would need the help. And so they got all of the kids together and they had a meeting and they said, how are we going to raise the money? What are we going to do? And they came up with the idea of selling Krispy Kreme donuts because we knew that that'd give us a quick turnaround in money. And last summer, my kids sold Italian cream sodas in our neighborhood. And that made a lot of money really fast. And so we ordered everything on Amazon and that's how they planned to make their other goal of making $1,000. So the reason that we picked Krispy Kreme, I know that they do fundraising. I didn't know what the process was going to be to get in contact with them, but we don't have a Krispy Kreme nearby. So they're kind of a novelty. So I knew that if I contacted them and I told them what we were doing, that they would probably work with us. And when they did, that by when we brought them to the neighborhood, that they would be a huge hit. We sold 60 dozen in under 40 minutes. And that was the thing too. I mean, we thought it through. They're going to be a novelty. Nobody has them. Everybody loves them. And on Saturday morning, everyone's going on a donut run anyway. So we were just, we were going to be in the neighborhood. We were at a park. We were at a park that happens to run kind of like a drive through So people just pulled up to the back of my car. The kids handed them the donuts and... Almost everyone overpaid for their donuts, knowing that the money was going to something that would serve the community. This little project grew from ideas to involving several families and then whole neighborhoods. The girls' efforts were received and shared by generous people who also wanted to help. The donut fundraiser was announced by flyers and with heavy promotion over the neighborhood Facebook pages. The generous funds gathered, even after expenses met half the girls' goal. When asked if they were worried about gathering the rest of the funds, Riley answered, We're not really worried about it because we have a lot of things planned to get the rest. Providing service does not have to be a big involved thing. In fact, those little random acts of kindness can be the most precious part of life, and they can make a world of difference. A random act of kindness can inspire other acts of kindness. Tell your young children what's happening when someone helps you and how you feel, or when you help someone, share with them what you're doing so they learn to recognize that you are noticing people around you and that you're willing to jump to their assistance. As they get older, just do that service quietly in their presence, though, so they will learn volumes from your example. For many years, my daughters and I traveled around the country. We spent a lot of time in the airports. 
The girls would get bored and start to tease each other, and it often became troublesome. On one particular challenging day, I showed them a way that they could serve people while we were waiting at the airport. And from then on, this simple act made airports fun and wonderful to them and to me. All they had to do was make eye contact and smile. Now, I know we live in a different world. Masks and exposing children to others is not considered safe any longer. But I was with the girls, and I saw what it did for them and for others. And all it was was a simple smile. The girls were giddy about the experience and loved to travel after that. I never had another moment's trouble. Well, this is just an example. A random act of kindness, even as simple as a smile, can lighten a load and lift your spirits. I often have the opportunity to go and take dinner to different people. And something that I noticed, especially with my own kids, that sometimes somebody else's cooking doesn't appeal to little kids. I would notice that with my kids, that they maybe wouldn't eat what it was. But that defeats the whole purpose of taking dinner to a new mom if her young kids aren't going to eat it. So we had this idea that we would take dinner. I happened to be taking dinner to one of my friends and we would take a sack lunch with it. And we would fill it with things that we knew that the kids would eat, like an Uncrustable sandwich, a bag of chips. And we'd make it like an extra bougie lunch. So it would have like a stick of cheese, some fruit snacks, maybe a granola bar, always a fancy drink like a Gatorade or a Capri Sun, Sunny D, something like that. And to involve my kids, I would give the kids markers, stickers, anything. And I would let them know who it was that we were taking lunch to and let them write their name on the bag and decorate them for them. And so that was a way that my kids could be involved. And they have to do that for these lunches that they're making, the lunch sacks. And it was cute when we posted what we were doing, a lady that's older, she doesn't have any kids at home, decorated a bunch of lunch bags and brought them over to them when she came to buy her donuts to help them out. imom.com has a lot to say on this subject. And it's a great resource for you. In an article from the site, it's pointed out that We are living in very busy times, but busyness is not always a good thing. It can become an excuse for not accepting responsibility and for selfishness. Many moms feel guilty asking their children to help around the house. Instead, they serve their children to the point of exhaustion. This can give the child the impression that they are the center of the world. This parent-child relationship for these children is one-dimensional. The parents love the child, serve the child, and the child just receives. The child may then expect that all relationships function in the same manner. Consequently, relationships with friends, teammates, teachers, and coaches may be difficult for this child. This article is really very good, and I hope you'll go in and and read some more. The website recommends that you get to know your child. Family habits can develop quickly and silently. They recommend that you take an objective look at your child's behavior. Assess their motives when they say, I can't. It's not my job. I'm too tired. I don't know how. It's too hard. Or my friend's moms don't make them. Laziness is the outer manifestation that reflects a deeper attitude in your child's heart, selfishness. So what are some things you and I can do? Well, teach your child that serving others is love in action. And some of the ways you can do that is by modeling service yourself. Reach out and volunteer in your neighborhood. Be active in your community. Help your neighbor. Take dinner to someone sometime. Remind the children that you are showing love to them when you serve them. 
hold the children accountable to serve the family. Go online to imom.com and download the free chore charts. That might help you along your journey. Reward them with praise when they serve well. Say specific things that they have done. Volunteer to serve in your community and take them along. Visit grandparents. Find ways to serve them. Even writing them a letter is great service. These great ideas from the imom.com website will help us along the way. So how do we know who to serve and what needs are out there? Shari was given some sage advice. The thing is just taking that extra step to get to know somebody. Like if you actually sit and get to know somebody, usually you can recognize something. We were given some advice when we moved to Texas and it was to invite people over for dinner. And if we would invite them over for dinner, the, the man that gave us the advice said, by having them in your home, you learn different things about them. You know, ask them how they met their spouse or ask them something. And sometimes you'll find maybe a need that you didn't know before, or maybe they'll contribute something to you. Just getting to know people on a little bit more personal basis helps you to be able to serve them better. Teaching your children to think of others and serve them is of great value and is one beautiful way you can change the world. Teaching them respect for those who serve is another valuable trait. During the Memorial Day weekend, we attended a program where there were several members of the military participating. At the end of the presentation, we were able to meet some of these individuals. We, of course, thanked them for their service. My little five-year-old grandson, observing all this, said, Why did you thank them for their service? What did they do? Well, there was my invitation to begin to show and teach and share with the next generation. I hope you enjoy your summer and find opportunities to serve those around you. Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning, sponsored by Stride. To learn more about online public schools powered by Stride K-12, our Stride career prep programs that foster lifelong learning, or any of our private school or individual course offerings, please go to stridelearning.com or k12.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to leave us a good review. We hope you'll join us next time for K-12 on Learning.